We got real news for you. Politics and culture and entertainment too. From a Marxist point of view. So open up your holes and loop up for the news. Hey, it's the real news. We're going to talk real the real news. news this week. So uh, following up on... Oh, that, that implies Trek news isn't real news. I mean, that's about... You know, fictional characters and things that that happen in a fictional world, right? Yeah, okay, true, 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 true. Yeah, and this now we're talking about things that happen in a world that I wish was fictional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of uh, things I wish were fictional, uh, actually, I don't know. It ended up uh, not not as bad as I thought. So, as we talked about last week, uh, the election happened. Uh, I voted. Did you vote? No. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't have a... I didn't Lo- get, local I, elections are important, you dumb son of a bitch. I just moved. I didn't get the thing. Well, what do you fucking... First thing you do when you move is you masturbate in your new room. Second thing is you fucking register to vote. Third yeah, the, thing in, is masturbate again. In Washington, it's it's automatic when you with the address, with the postal office. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, then how'd you fuck up? Because the government never fucks up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess they got tired of me just like writing insane uh, things on the write-in ballots. Oh, right. <laughs> I, mean, I I figure most of your mail at this point it goes directly to the police station you know, or the FBI. So or just or just a, just a roar, roaring furnace. <laughs> it's just like uh, it's, it's another hoey. Throw it in the throw it in, throw it in the fryer. No, uh, yeah, I didn't get. Uh, since I moved, I didn't get the. I didn't get the get get a ballot. Well, it's a bummer. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about election results. Uh, so, um, uh, as of today, uh, we know that uh, we have 49 Democrat senators, 49 Republican senators. There's just two left up in the air, and that's Nevada, which right now is um, definitely kind of uh, edged towards uh, Lexalt, who's the Republican. Mm. And then Georgia, that is pretty much definitely going to go to a runoff because it's very unlikely warnock is ahead right now of Mm -hmm. um herschel walker yeah uh which is unfortunate because herschel walker would have been a hilarious senator but there's a couple different factors that make it so it's almost guaranteed that uh warnock will get in unless something crazy happens yeah i feel like a guy whose name is one letter away from warlock should, really should be cool. doing better. Yeah, right? But he's <laughs> he's, plus, he's a black pastor, though. So there's probably uh, some people who are like, wait, is he a pastor or is he a fucking like a warlock? Is he a warlock? He's yeah. a, that, maybe his name was originally Warlock, and he changed it so he could be a pastor. Interesting. Interesting yeah. theory. Yeah. It's it's weird he didn't change his last name to, like, pastor, though. Or you, deacon or something like that. You know what? I've been wanting to change my last name for a long time. You should make a warlock. Patty yeah, warlock? I, I just... I just yeah, warlock sounds right to me because I want to be a warlock. Yeah, because you know they're just like you know the mages that have the innate magical power, and they're kind of like crazy and like and and uh you know and uh shun society a bit, you know, and kind of just do their own thing in caves. And I feel that's kind of like my my, my whole like spirit. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna change my last name to warlock just to wait. That's uh that's pretty cool, dude. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Um, yeah, so aside from Senator, it uh, looks like the House is almost decidedly going to go to Republicans. Mm. Uh, however, uh, we're not quite sure yet. There's still, um, what, like nine seats that are up in the air. Um, mm. 
Uh, and right now, uh, we know that Democrats have 205, Republicans have 211. Republicans are probably going to get, they're expecting 220, probably. Mm-hmm. So they're probably going to have maybe a two, maybe three-person majority, which apparently is going to be the slimmest majority in the uh, in the Congress um, since the 1920s. Wow. Yeah, FDR's first term, I mm. guess. So, um, yeah, that, uh, that should be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, because uh, it was looking like what, like, uh, you know, Democrats controlling the Senate and the House, you know, completely. And uh, wait, when was it looking like that? Like initial, like a, like a little while, like everyone was like talking about, you know, a blue. You know. Oh, like right after there was a, an initial surge, like uh, uh, right after the fucking uh, Supreme Court thing where yeah. they're like, oh, we have the momentum. But like the yeah. polling was never nearly mm-hmm. there. Although, but, you know, this this election kind of defied the polling because everyone thought there was going to be a red wave and it was going to be a wash. But, yeah. like, it was basically almost a 50-50, yeah. which is crazy. Like, <clears throat> Democrats, like, held on a lot of things. And, like, there were some uh, – Democrats actually took a Senate seat uh, in Pennsylvania with Fetterman. Yeah. Um, which uh, I think is kind of an important thing that the Democrats are not going to pay attention to because no. it goes against their own internal narrative. To of, win. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they, they, yeah, exactly. It's like this guy obviously won, and you look at the other like really big ticket races, like the the Walker Warnock thing. That is unbelievably close, and it should not be. Oh yeah, I mean, um, I mean, uh, Herschel Walker uh, should should be like institutionalized. Institutionalized. Yeah. Um, like he, like they're like like you know, you him and Biden should do a do a draw a clock challenge. Kind of thing. <laughs> like like. He, he he is not there and no um and but that just shows like that yeah it really doesn't no one really gives a shit oh, yeah. about, about anything like it's well, just it's, they can just put anybody there because also like you know republicans you know the only reason like republicans win so when when what what they do is because of like gerrymandering and everything else well, that, and, and also like uh there's an old saying that completely rings true that um, democrats fall in love and republicans fall in line yeah Republican voters will show up and vote down tip, tip, ticket Republican almost no matter what. Mm-hmm. Democrats are the party that have like uh, a very non-active base because, you know, it's just like kind of the normal people who figure – who say things like, oh, the American people will figure it out for themselves. Yeah. People who really underestimate how many dumb, rabidly dumb people there are out there because <laughs> like – Maybe 30% of America are the dumbest motherfuckers you will meet in your life. And for yeah. some reason, 100% of those people vote every single time. Yeah. And it, it drives me insane. And it mm. drives our country into the fucking ground. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's the end of empire. So maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. We need to see the end we're gonna, of empire. We're going to have the uh, have the bell riot soon enough. <laughs> One would hope. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 2024. It's on, it's on the map. Right around the corner. Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other big ticket things that no one really saw coming? Arizona, Mark Kelly won. Uh, Didn't uh, yeah, Bobert lose? Uh, yeah, Bobert lost. Uh, yeah. Apparently, by a very slim margin. But that's mm. like great, great news. I don't yeah. want to have to hear that dumb bitch anymore. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't mean that in a, a sexist way. <laughs> I mean that in a she's a dumb bitch way. Like <laughs> objectively, if you don't think she's a dumb bitch, you haven't like heard her talk enough. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it like, who knows what she's going to do now, but I guess open up another restaurant that gives people uh, food poisoning. I mean, she, she, you know, <laughs> she has like a job lined up for her on Newsmax or some. Oh, yeah. Show. I mean, that's, that's, that's one thing about this is like, you know, these, like, they also have just like golden parachutes where they fall into like uh, pundit roles. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's, she's, she's, and as, you know, as a young, as a young woman, she's like definitely got a spot at Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like so yeah she's not going or yeah as he said newsmax like who knows which one she'll go for <laughs> yep unfortunately unfortunately like yeah it, it's and un- it's impossible to de-platform these people after they get to a no. certain level of fame because like no matter what uh, the next craziest place will take them and there's always some place crazier somehow with funding yeah like to to a, like you know, to every Fox News that you think is the craziest thing that can happen, then fucking like Newsmax opens up, and you're like, "That's the craziest thing that can happen." Oh, yeah. And then OA, uh, OAN happens, and you're like, yeah. "That's the craziest thing that can happen." <laughs> and then the fucking Nick Fuentes guy opens up his own uh, fucking like video hosting website. This guy, you know, mm-hmm. Nick Fuentes, yeah. the the, uh, the Nazi Goy <laughs> Groy Grouper. I don't know what they call him. Is it Groyper? Groyper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he's like this uh, uh, Mexican-American kid um, who's like, you know, just a Nazi, basically, and like super anti-trans, but he was like caught looking at trans porn, which is very funny, yeah. but also like tragic, and like it tells a tale of like someone who hates himself so much that he has to express that hate upon other things and other people in life. Also, well, I also think like, I think a lot of these guys, like, they have no real ideology, no. They just know that the that being at, at taking these positions is is like a very uh, is like a is like a way to uh, it's an ideology of contrarianism. Yeah, and also and just and also just like get people on board for for whatever they say because they know it's like a hot button issue that's that's very emotional, mm-hmm. and they know like you know they they don't actually believe any of this shit. They're no, just, no. they just say it just to. Just to get get popular. To be, to be contrarian, yeah, yeah, because they know that, like, controversy sells and, you know, just, like, every fucking, at least American algorithm pushes people towards radicalization, mostly towards the right. Yeah, and they, they have, like, re- realistically, like, what, like, what they stand for and, yeah, all the boogeymanning around, like, you know, especially around this election, around, like, trans people, mm-hmm. immigrants, uh, like, the, the uh, uh, cities being just, like, hell holes that are just like filled with like ridiculous crime like is completely is completely off base to what to most people's experiences it, it's <laughs> it's completely off base to reality is to reality is. Like, crime has been increasing a little bit just violent crime in urban areas a little bit recently but like that that flies in the face of us you know giving police record budgets yeah to the but the the budgets of like of small of small countries yeah like, and uh and yeah it's like it's completely and that's that's the that's the driving point but yeah it's like you know that I think that was probably you know indicative of like why this election went the way it did where it's just like you know they didn't really stand for anything substantial that's the thing it's like <laughs> Republicans than, have never stood for anything substantial and yeah then, that's the thing is like now some people at least in uh, you know, Gen Z actually turned out in a big way, and Gen Z, uh, for the first time, uh, voted more overwhelmingly for Democrats and mm-hmm. more against Republicans than Millennials. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. And you know, yeah. in by twenty twenty four, the voting block of Millennials and Gen Z will actually be bigger than Boomers. Yeah, 
which is great, and that'll be a good start, but we still have fucking Gen X, which is a bunch of fucking doofuses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, this is like one of the, probably the first election for a lot of Zoomers. Yeah. Like, because, uh, yeah, they're just now turning 18 and stuff, so, mm-hmm. like, they should, yeah, they should, we're going to start seeing, like, the trend change, probably, but who knows. Maybe. But at the same time, we, we see a lot of other demographics changing, such as the fact that, like, um, you know, like uh, Mexican-Americans and Hispanic-Americans in general are no longer uh, any sort of, um, you know, monolith in voting. In fact, yeah. like, uh, I want to say, like, Puerto Ricans and Cubans uh, voted more for Republicans mm-hmm. than ever in this election. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, yeah, like, uh, Cuban-Americans are, you know, the... Uh, the descendants of like Batistas yeah. <laughs> and, and the yeah. enslaved owners and plantation owners mm-hmm. of Cuba. The people who were kicked out of Cuba rightfully. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it makes sense that they, you know, all go for Republican, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like, uh, well, who does like, uh, I mean, it could just mean that they're going to just Republicans just put a greater stranglehold on, on this dissemination of information and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and media control that they do have, but, you know, claim that they're, under constant attack by free speech yeah. <laughs> their free speech is constantly under attack and even though they have massive platforms that reach millions of people every day <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so i think one thing we need to talk about is fetterman's victory because i think mm-hmm. fetterman is important fetterman in a way is largely symbolic um and i think fetterman is very symbolic of what democratic politics have to go to yes because we see other big ticket races like mm-hmm. Uh, the Stacey Abrams race. Stacey Abrams won handily. I think like by five or eight points or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, fucking, um, uh, you know, uh, Greg Abbott versus Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke got fucking washed. Mm-hmm. And we look at look at all these races and like one thing about Fetterman, you know, he's very pro weed, but more than anything, he's like a very working class guy. Yeah. And he comes off as very authentic because he wears fucking basketball shorts and hoodies in the winter time. Shit, he's just like me. He's just like me for real. Hell yeah, straight <laughs> up. And, but at the, th- at the same time, like his message is very largely a message of class yeah. and stratification and like ways we can fix that and the problems people are having. Whereas, you know, Stacey Abrams, her message was more about like voting rights and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's crazy to me that Stacey Abrams, like, you know, she has a huge, huge organization that, uh, you know, has actually recently come under fire because she paid like $8 million to her lawyer friend to adjudicate a case that was like not even worth fighting in the first place. Yeah. Um, Just another uh, uh, Star Trek Discovery prediction that's definitely fallen on its face because she was definitely all about like, I'm going to be president. Right. And, and no, no, she's, she's <laughs> not that electable because she like, she's like a figurehead of something, mm-hmm. but figureheads don't make good material politicians. No. Like she's, she represents like voting and stuff like that, which is great. But like, you know, like Hillary Clinton represented like women in politics, but that's all she represented. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a non-issue that, that, that sounds great, but really, yeah, it stands for nothing. And just like, you know, it just, just want to usher in, you know, uh, policies that are identical to Republicans. Right. <laughs> just so, like, but it's like, oh, but I put this. That's what, like, I think one of the last elections, like, uh, that I voted in, in Seattle, like, uh, mm-hmm. it was, it was just very disheartening. Where it was just like, you know, um, just LGBT, LGBT cops. <laughs> where mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, just, they're just like wanting to send more. You know, like I support, 
I support uh, Pride and blah 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 blah, and mm-hmm. also I support you know all the developers and 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 sending more and giving more money to police officers. Yeah, it's like oh, okay, why am I? <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just like a a little thing, you know, just like the little, you know, she, you know, uh, was it the um uh wolf in sheep's clothing type thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's all it is. I mean like uh our fucking last mayor was a. Uh you know, a lesbian <laughs> and like good, good for her. But she like, you know, she also a prosecuting attorney that yeah. put lots of, put lots of, uh, you know, activists and stuff yeah. in jail. Oh yeah. And you know, I, I was so, several of my friends got jailed because of her, yeah. you know, for protesting peacefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I got, you know, me and my friends got the shit beat out of us by cops for protesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's all bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she was, you know, her policies were, you know, mm-hmm. uh, completely identical to other people but she got the progressive pass because of like of you know being a, a light white lesbian yeah but as we learned from uh from this election uh white women are bad voters just like white men yeah white white men white women they're holding everything back and they vote largely republican yeah because white women white men largely as a voting block are racist mm-hmm. and that's that's pretty much like what so so the big Things that Republicans were overwhelmingly concerned about were inflation and immigration. Mm. Uh, also, crime was another big yeah. one, too. Everyone's worried about crime. Yeah. And immigration, that one isn't even a dog whistle. We all know what that one is. Crime, yeah. definitely a dog whistle. Yes. Yeah. They're just finding different ways to dog whistle things. Um, you know, Democrats more were about, uh, you know, abortion, women's rights, human rights, stuff like that, uh, which which is is fine. That's a, a decent place to start, but like they didn't really run on like doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Like and that that sucks because like I feel like Democrats used to do that, but now they're just running on being the other party, being the not Republicans. Yeah. Which is like you have a choice between me or the MAGA guy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well what are your issues? What are the issues you're standing <laughs> for? And that's the thing is like the only one who I know who like what issues they actually really stand for was Fetterman because he was pretty loud about it. Mm-hmm. And I actually, you know, he has a, a pretty, you know, de- he was endorsed by Bernie. He has a pretty decent like class platform. Um, I'm yeah. not not too and, thrilled. He's very I'm... like pro fracking and he's, he's not, not good on the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, he did that thing where he chased down a black guy with a, a shotgun that that's concerning yeah um but you know you know (laughs) 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 i don't even know what to say about that one but (laughs) yeah um but i think democrats should take the lesson of this a we got to get our fucking giant men in office yeah large boys the biggest biggest guys we can find Mm -hmm. the biggest weirdest looking guys we can find yeah like just find them uh fucking put them in a pair of shorts Make him debate a fucking douchebag. <laughs> like, the douchebag is just going to, like, cower in fear of them, you yeah. know? That's why we love our giant boys. It's like their physical presence alone is like a, a you know, that, that's power. That's it a bully power. pulpit in the in size alone. Yeah, because you definitely want the idea that, that you know, we, since we do have a representative, you know, democracy, like, you mm-hmm. want someone that will actually fight for you. I, I want not, I want a politician who could, like, literally eat another senator if they disagreed mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Uh, I want them to see just like go to just like hand to hand combat. <laughs> yeah. Like Klingons. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it makes some things more interesting than other than just like what we have now, which is just like 
you know, these, you know, just Twitter spats basically <laughs> of like of, of our elected officials just like doing one upmanship and owns and ratios and oh god and I'm, not I'm so, actually do anything like, uh, productive. <laughs> do you remember back when like AOC was like cool on Twitter and it yeah. was like, hey, that that was really cool, AOC. And then it got to a point where I'm like, wait, but you're not doing anything. Yeah. Oh. And, and she started like doing less and less and just doing more and more performative shit online. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I see. I, you're a streamer, not really a politician. Okay. Yeah, because like that's that's mostly what it is. It's just like you know, she's a personality. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, and just have like the whole personality and and that that makes it seem like something's happening, but really behind the scenes, it's just like, oh yeah, you know, you check what they're actually doing. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so moving on in real news this week. Comedian Gallagher. Oh, what? Really? Famous for his watermelon smashing routine, died at 76 today. Did he really? He did. Leo Gallagher. Today? Today. Damn. Da- uh, I wonder what the third, because uh, Kevin Conroy died as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, comedian Leo Gallagher, who is uh, simply known by his last name and became famous for smashing watermelons with a mallet on stage, died on Friday morning, according to his family. He was 76 years old. Yeah, lived a good life, I guess. Uh, Gallagher died from organ failure while in hospice care in his Palm Springs, California home, uh, his son-in-law told NBC News. He had been unwell and had multiple heart attacks in the recent past. Mm. Born in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. So he wasn't eating any of that fruit that he was smashing? Probably not. Uh, (laughs) Born in Fort Bragg, North Carolina in 1946, Gallagher got a start in the industry as a road manager for musical comic Jim Stafford. Uh, he first appeared on TV on ABC's The Jim Stafford Show, which aired in 1975. In 1980, Gallagher's comedy stand-up special, An Uncensored Evening, was the first to ever air on cable television, according to his longtime former manager, Craig Marcato. He rose to fame for his signature sketch, sledge o where he'd take a large handmade wooden mallet and smash a variety of foods before ending in the main act, a watermelon. The comedian who often wore a Tam O'Shatner hat appeared on many talk shows throughout his career, including David Letterman's NBC, CBS's The Tonight Show with Daley Carson, The Match Game, Hollywood Squares, and Howard Stern's TV and radio programs, according to Deadline. In one visit to The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson in 1979, Gallagher took aim at fellow guest and comedian Chevy Chase, who said his routine was, quote, pretty much set up by machines. Quote. Uh, Gallagher said, quote, Chevy doesn't like it if someone else gets a laugh. To which Chase responded, just for the record, I think he's a fine young comedian, and I think he's going a long way. Damn, that's the nicest Chevy Chase has ever been. I know, right? <laughs> like, I, was, I was expecting him to just, like say some really fu- like fucked up shit. Gallagher responded, for the record, you don't matter. Whoa. Right? Damn, Gallagher is bigger than Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Oddly enough, Gallagher was the number one comedian, stand-up comedian in America for almost 15 years with comedy specials airing on Showtime and MTV. In his career-spanning decades, Gallagher hosted 14 Showtime specials and around 3,500 live comedy shows, according to his website. I mean, that's actually not too surprising because you look at, like, you know, like the, you know, the blue-collar comedy tour, you know, like, you know, Larry the Cable Guy, Mm -hmm. you have, like, um, what's the guy with the puppets? Uh, Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham, like those guys, like, like they're not in the news. They're not on like TV. They're, and they're not, not in funny. movies. They're not, yeah, they're not funny. And you don't really hear about them except unless you live in 
the a flyover state. The fly, yeah, the Midwest. It, it, yeah, it's flyover like casino comedy. Yeah, and that's what they those guys are killing it there, and they mm-hmm. do they they do make lots of money, you know, working at like uh what Branson, Missouri type shit. Hell and, yeah. and so yeah, I mean, I can I I buy that. Yeah, it's just like the, what we never really hear. I mean, I always see like uh you know they like I do see like uh what's the what's the tater salad dude? Uh, Ron White. Yeah, Ron White. Yeah, I see them come into like Tacoma all the time. Oh yeah, they're always playing a casino. <laughs> they're always like, playing that, a casino. That dude's always a casino comedian. Yeah, Sinbad comes and plays at that casino a lot too. Oh yeah, but like, I've heard his set is bad. Yeah, I'm gonna guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you play, but yeah, that. But if you ask anybody, they're like, oh, you know, the people who t- who go to these like casinos and and to Branson, Missouri, like, oh, these are the best fucking comedians in the world, and mm-hmm. you've and you didn't even know they're still Yakov alive. Yakov Smirnov owns a comedy club in Branson if he's still alive. Damn, really? Yeah, the guy, the uh, in the Ra- in Soviet yeah. Russia, blank blanks you, mm-hmm. that, that guy. Wow, good for him, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at at his club there, uh, five days a week, they have a thing called the Brady Brunch, which is hosted by the youngest Brady kid, who is now like seventy years old. <laughs> and he does like a Broadway. He's probably the only one still alive. I mean, it might be. He does like a, a you know, like a kind of uh, uh, entertainment. He does like the the Brent Spiner show we saw. Like yeah. he does song comedy stories stuff like that Brent Spiner one though fucked though that was I liked it yeah well you have bad taste so <laughs> yeah, I do I do that makes sense that you might have liked it. <laughs> yeah I, I, you can just put me with the Branson Branson fools like I'll just I'd, I'd be there just like mm-hmm. hucking it up yeah I mean so uh as you might know I own uh a rip of every single Gallagher mm-hmm. uh movie they thankfully had most of them at a place and we, I, were, I we watched one uh, not too long ago we did. That's right. We watched Gallagher.com, didn't yes. we? Okay. Yeah. I always and forget like what I expose my different friends to. I was like, <laughs> was that Pat I made watch Gallagher? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, we, were pre- I, we were pressing buttons and watching Gallagher. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. And that, and then and remember, yeah, we were like, wow, this is really jingoistic. Like Gallagher was like calling for like American intervention and, <laughs> and like and yeah, and, and, it was uh, weird because like he and then was, like wow, this is this is a weird post post nine eleven. And I'm like, like, it's not post nine eleven. It was made in two thousand, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. no, it wasn't. And I'm yeah. like, it most certainly was. Yeah. So Gallagher, you know, you can say a lot of things about him, but he was definitely ahead of his time. He was ahead of the curve. On, he was ahead uh, of the curve on xenophobia. Yeah, yeah, on xenophobia. Like he was. Yeah, he he had that shit. Like mm-hmm. it, it makes me wonder. You know, what did Gallagher know? Good question. I mean, did did Gallagher do 9-11? I'm going to guess yes. Oh. <laughs> Interesting theory. Yeah, but when did when did, uh, did it say when Gallagher had stopped performing? Was he performing all the way up to his death? Uh, no, I think he had been out of the thing for a while uh, because, you know, he had been kind of, I mean, basically kind of canceled uh, mm. because do you remember his Mark Maron interview? Did you hear anything about oh, that? Oh, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So years ago, this had to have been maybe back in 2012, 2013, like he did an interview on Mark Maron's very popular podcast, WTF. And uh, it was, it's like known, it's an iconic interview and it actually like helped Mark Maron like blow up mm. because like. I only it, ever watched uh, Mark Maron's show. I never listened to his podcast. Um. His podcast, I think, is better than his show. His show's fine. His yeah. ri- he's writing. He's got such a weird. He's funny, but not like funny. You know. Yeah. He's funny, but like not laugh out loud funny. He has like a a quirky view on things, and he's like mm-hmm. clever sometimes. Yeah. But he's just like so b- bitter. 
that yeah. it's like he's not funny. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's weird. I, I I don't know how to explain, but he's a, he's a good interviewer. I think. Yeah, I think he's in a perfect job for him. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a better interviewer than he is a writer. But mm-hmm. um, so on this podcast, uh, he basically like within the first ten minutes, he like kind of just by asking a series of questions exposes uh, Gallagher as being like xenophobic and really homophobic and stuff like that. And then Gallagher starts to try to defend himself saying like, he's so smart and he has like a degree in chemical engineering from the seventies or some shit. Oh, that's right. That was another thing that was in that, and that uh, comedy special we watched, he was being super homophobic. Yeah. yeah. Cause like he brought like that kid on stage and, oh, and he's like, and you that, got an ear and people yeah. might think you're queer or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. And the kid was just like nervously laughing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Um, yeah, probably ruined his life. That kid probably yeah. went home and ate a gun. <laughs> I hope not. If you're that kid, yeah. you know you're you're loved and important. Mm-hmm. You're not a burden, no. except to Gallagher. But he's dead now. He can't yeah. hurt you anymore. Yeah, we can. Get, oh shit, we can go smash his, him with a with a mallet and make his head <laughs> smash his grave with a mallet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what were you saying about the interview? Um, uh, oh yeah, and so he was basically exposed, and like Mark Maron like called him out on it, and uh, uh, like the interview just ends, like fucking uh, Gallagher like storms off, and it's hilarious. That's it's amazing. Sick. It's such a good interview. Uh, yeah, so good. So speaking of fucking idiots and bigots, um, according to a, an article by, but also so, who was an idiot or bigot who died today was also Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. That dude rocked. He was a cool guy. I, was, I read some comic about his life, you know, mm-hmm. as a gay man making it in Hollywood, and that was it was pretty interesting. It was yeah. pretty it was pretty touching, and yeah, it's sad that he's dead. Yeah, touching your penis, thinking about those gay <laughs> men in Hollywood. <laughs> yes, yes. Thinking about gay Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, gay Batman. Give it to me. <laughs> um. So. Speaking of uh, gay Batman, Alex Jones has been ordered to pay four hundred and seventy-three million more dollars to the Sandy Hook families. Hell yeah! Uh, so, according to this article by AP, Infowars host Alex Jones and his company were ordered by a judge Thursday to pay an extra four hundred and seventy-three million dollars for promoting false conspiracy theories about the Sandy Hook school massacre, bringing the total judgment against him in a lawsuit filed by the victims' families to a staggering. billion. Uh, Connecticut Judge Barbara Bellis imposed the punitive damages on the InfoWars host and Free Speech Systems, which is its parent company and the seller of, like, their supplements and shit. Mm -hmm. Jones repeatedly told his millions of viewers the massacre that killed 20 first graders and six educators was, quote, staged by crisis actors uh, to enact more gun control. Mm. Uh, Which is so, it's so funny to think about now. It's just like, that's just provably false considering since Sandy Hook, how many um, mass shootings have we had and, and like, and gun control. Gun control has, nothing's happened. (laughs) Nothing's happened. Nothing's happened. It's, it's, it's proven, it's proven that that cannot sway any politician to enact any sort of, or be successful in enacting any any meaningful legislation. Beto O'Rourke ran on the platform of, I'm going to be the guy to take away your guns, and he lost (laughs) twice now. Mm -hmm. He's lost twice now. Like, he lost for senator, and he lost for fucking governor. Mm -hmm. No one wants him. They're like, no, I want my guns here in Texas. I don't care about you, Beto. Beto just comes off as, like, an elitist, like... Yeah. He seems fine, but like the only people who like him are like 
white women who are like man- managerial class. Mm, Pod Save America mm-hmm. type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like closeted gay white dudes and <laughs> fucking suburban white women. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. When we're talking about the, the, the Pod Save America, we can just say closeted gay men. Okay. We, we understand. <laughs> yeah, we understand. Yeah. Um, Same thing. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, continue. Sorry. Uh, no, that's, that's, um, so, uh, yeah. So, um, According to the 45-page ruling uh, the by Judge Barbara Bellis, uh, quote, the record clearly supports the plaintiff's arguments that the defendant's conduct was intentional and malicious and certain to cause harm by virtue of their infrastructure, ability to spread content, and massive audience, including the info warriors. Uh, Christopher Matty, a lawyer for the Sandy Hook family, says he hopes the award sends a message to conspiracy theorists who profit from lies. Uh, Maddie said, quote, the court recognized the intentional, malicious and heinous conduct of Mr. Jones and his business entities Uh, on his show on Thursday. Jones called the award ridiculous and a joke and said he has little money to pay the damages, which by now is probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Considering all the court, all, you know, lawyer Mm -hmm. fees and everything else and top of the other judgment, like, like, yeah, that's it's 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 it is sort of like just overkill. Like this guy is. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> not gonna, but that's good. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's another one of those people that definitely doesn't have any sort of like personal ideology of his own besides no. making money. And like, because finally, like, someone's holding him accountable. Yeah, because he's definitely, he definitely doesn't believe any of this bullshit. But he knows it makes money. And oh, he knows yeah. it. He knows it fires people up, and mm-hmm. he knows it's like a something that'll like you know make make him sell brain force pills. <laughs> like, yeah. If anything else, like it's 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 just. It's just sowing discontent and and disinformation for his own personal gain. Uh, in response to the ruling, uh, Jones said, uh, Well, of course I'm laughing at it. I'd be like if you sent me a bill for a billion dollars in the mail. Oh, man, we got you. It's all for psychological effect. It's all the Wizard of Oz. When they know full well the bankruptcy going on and all the rest of it, that'll show what I've got, and that's it. And I almost have nothing now. Uh, eight victims' relatives and the FBI agent uh, who first responded testified during the month-long trial about being threatened and harassed for years by people who deny the shooting happened. Strangers showed up at some of their homes and confronted some of them in public. Uh, people hurled abusive comments at, that, at them on social media and in their emails, and some received both uh, death and rape threats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, it's sad hearing about how, like, by the the uh you know ruined their marriages you know forced them to move like every three mm-hmm. months like yep. like yeah he irreparably ruined people's lives and and just to make sure that he could have like uh new gold watches and <laughs> and all the all of the like the elk meat chili he can eat yeah i mean, I mean that's <laughs> to be fair elk meat chili is delicious oh wouldn't know yeah well <laughs> you fucking dirty vegan i've been oh, offered elk before like yeah? some guy Why didn't you take it Cause I'm, cause I'm vegan. He, Were you vegan then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He threw the, the dude threw a bag of spinach at me. <laughs> you have to ask me if I wanted to eat elk meat tacos. I was like, nah. Like we were playing disc golf together. <laughs> and he threw spinach at you. Yeah, he threw a bag of spinach at That's me. He's like, funny. eat that. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Well, I guess that he also funny. made, but I did get to try his beer. He made a, he made a, he made a home brew, and it was really good. It was really good home beer. Home beer. Home beer. Yeah, I bet he put pork fat in it. God damn it. Gotcha. Ooh, just like uh, James Maynard. 
Did he do that? Yeah, he dipped uh he dipped a piece of bacon into his beer because he didn't want any vegans to drink it. What? Yeah. Why? I mean, you have to ask him. I don't know. I'm just I just report the facts, man. That's weird. <laughs> Speaking of reporting facts and uh when keeping it real goes hilariously right. <laughs> Uh, according to uh, an article in Indie Star, something we were talking about earlier, a fake Eli Lilly Twitter account falsely oh, yeah. claimed insulin is now free. So a verified Twitter account posing as the pharmaceutical company Eli Lilly tweeted Thursday afternoon saying, we are excited to announce that insulin is free now. <laughs> <laughs> the account with the handle Eli Lilly and Co. used the Eli Lilly logo and had a verified check mark. The tweet generated more than 1,500 retweets tweets and stayed up for several hours before the account was locked by Twitter. Later in the evening, the account was unlocked. The Eli Lilly logo was removed. The check mark remained on the desktop version of the site, but not the app. Uh, the real Eli Lilly Twitter account at LillyPad tweeted, we apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake Lilly account. Our official Twitter is at LillyPad. Don't worry. You still have to be turning out like your life savings for, uh, Life-saving medication. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, we, are, we are not doing this Rest, Rest assured, right? Yeah, rest assured. You uh, will still have to pay for your medicine. So later Thursday night, another fake Eli Lilly account with verification and the company's logo tweeted, We apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake Lilly account about the cost of diabetic care. Humalog is now $400. We can do this whenever we want, and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Suck it. Our official Twitter account is Lilypad Co. <laughs> um, so in the latest instance of a verified account impersonating a brand on Twitter since the social media company launched its new verification system, which allows users to pay a monthly fee of $8, in the past several days, fake accounts have popped up impersonating President Joe Biden, mm-hmm. Pope Francis, Nintendo, and others. Um, Twitter owner Elon Musk laid off 50% of his Twitter employees last week. Other hope... Uh, other high-profile employees, including Twitter's head of moderation and safety, Yoel Roth, resigned Thursday, according to the Washington Post. Yeah, seems like a mistake there, dude. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, well, he's counting on, like, you know, dozens and dozens of people buying $8 subscriptions to, to this site. <laughs> Do- dozens. There's dozens of us. There's, there's literally dozens of us. Yeah, it's weird he doesn't really understand, like, scalability. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so unfortunately, Eli Lilly's stock is kind of evened out, but it took a huge dump today still. Uh, it started the day at uh, almost $370. Uh, by midday, went down to 345 but now it's back around like 350 But I mean, mm. still lost a ton of equity there, which I think is fucking hilarious and good. And, and re- really for insulin, which should be a public good in the first place because it was, it was created by public funding insulin was created and then the people who patented it like sold the patent for a dollar so mm-hmm. to make sure that all people could have insulin like either free or cheap mm-hmm. and instead you know people are paying out the ass well, we need to commodify anything we can this is america yeah. Don't, yeah don't be silly like if you can make a buck on it it doesn't matter if it contributes to someone's misery mm-hmm. that doesn't matter you can yeah. make a buck on it yeah. that's the more important thing Yep. The more important thing is you make money and make your life better. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you make other people's lives worse because in capitalism, <laughs> the thought is it's a zero-sum game, which doesn't make sense with the other tenet of capitalism, which is unlimited growth. Yeah. 
you can't have a zero-sum game and unlimited growth at the same time. It doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah, but that's capitalism. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the contradiction that we face in capitalism. Yeah. And it sucks. Makes me want to holla. <laughs> but I do like all the other, like, uh, fake accounts, like, uh, like I think, uh, Nestle, mm-hmm. like the fake Nestle one where it's just like, we steal your water and sell it back to you. And oh, I like that. That's funny. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, Nestle. One thing that really sucks about Nestle is they own so many of the processed food companies. If you're mm-hmm. a vegan, like, uh, like probably like fifty percent of the processed foods you want to buy are made by Nestle or one yeah. of their subsidiaries, like Sweet Earth. Uh, that's owned by Nestle, and it, uh-huh. which sucks because Sweet Earth makes like literally the best vegan burgers. Their bacon vegan burger is out of this fucking world. I actually, I uh, had a Sweet Earth meat mm-hmm. sandwich at work today. Oh, yeah, I, did I, you? I, I, yeah. Had the bacon and... Fucking Nestle supporter, you son of a bitch. Fuck! You're fucking destroying the world with your capitalist purchases, you motherfucker. <laughs> fucking destroying the material world for us, you goddamn son of a bitch. It's only a matter of time before I have my... Like stealing our water, you goddamn piece of shit. <laughs> That's true. I need to move to my commune. Yeah, you do. That's what I'm saving up for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna farm cats. Gonna farm. Or, farm yeah. them for food. Have was, a cat ranch. I was gonna have my. I have a goat ranch. I was thinking about this. Like, I mean, are there any laws preventing like me from making a dog farm and growing dogs for food? Besides the fact that it would be incredibly unpopular. Why dogs though? <laughs> Because there's nowhere you, where you can buy dog meat in the U.S. <laughs> so you just really want dog meat? I'm sure someone wants dog meat. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I mean, you know, dogs <laughs> reproduce their meats. I don't know. I don't know, man. They're like scavengers, so they can, like, you know, feed themselves kind of. Okay. 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 Yeah, I think. Like, I you mean, were... don't, don't knock it. Have you ever tried dog? No, I have oh, there, there you go, criticizing me for something you haven't tried. My, uh, I had a Mr. I, High and Mighty. I had a, uh, I had a chef I worked for who uh, definitely who tried dog, and he said he it was actually pretty good. Cool, good man, good man. <laughs> <laughs> I personally would not eat it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel yeah. I don't, I don't think you'll get a lot of support for your dog dog meat farm. <sighs> well, maybe that's on you, Pat. You and your <laughs> vegan fucking friends, fucking destroying the dog meat industry <laughs> fucking you millennials are destroying the dog meat industry it's true we're killing the dog meat industry yeah fuck you <laughs> uh so speaking of fuck you tesla stock it's a two-year low after musk sells four billion dollars worth of shares hells yeah so uh two days ago uh tesla shares slid to their lowest level in nearly two years on wednesday after ceo Elon Musk disclosed he sold another $3.95 billion worth of shares in the electric vehicle maker. Shares ended down 7.2% at uh, $177.59, the lowest level since November 23, 2020. Uh, Musk's latest share sale fueled jitters about the fallout of his $44 billion Twitter buy on the world's most valuable automaker, analysts say. The acquisition sparked investor concerns, including whether he would be distracted from running Tesla or divert resources to the social media company. Some investors also feared the possible impact of Tesla's sales and brand, as well as potential 
pressure on Tesla from countries trying to control online speech. Um, quote from uh, the OANDA senior market analyst Ed Moya says, quote, he might have needed the money to finally realize the Twitter deal, but restructuring the company and writing the ship is going to prove to be more costly than he probably expected. Um, and then he added, I think investors are concerned that this might be the, not be the end of his stock sales. Uh, so Tesla shares have fallen nearly 60% since touching a record high on November 4th of last year. Mm. So lost 60% of its equity in a year. Uh, four years... Uh, four days after that, Musk started unloading his shares. So he got out of a good time, I guess. But it's yeah. his company, so he's going to lose control of it, maybe. And that'll be funny. Uh, the latest sale brings the total amount of Tesla stock sold by Musk since last November to about $36 billion, despite his having said earlier that he would sell no more of his shares. Um, Musk yet again loses more credibility with investors and his loyalists in a boy who cried wolf moment, when mm. Bush Securities analyst David Ives said. Um, yeah, so Musk has un unloaded 19.5 million shares between last Friday and this Tuesday, according to filings published by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission on Tuesday. Uh, and as analysts had expected Musk to sell more Tesla shares to finance the $44 billion Twitter deal, it was not clear whether the sales were related to the Twitter acquisition. Um, Musk last month closed a deal with $13 billion in loans from banks and $33.5 billion equity commitment, which included $7.1 billion from investors, including Oracle, uh, with its co-founder Larry Ellison, who is a, a fucking piece of shit right-winger also, mm. uh, and Saudi Prince all we'd been to lol. <laughs> it's not clear whether all of the equity investors lived up to their equity commitment. Um, so Twitter faces interest payments totaling close to $1.2 billion in the next 12 months on the desk that Musk piled onto it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So um, the new Twitter owner told advertisers on Wednesday that paid blue subscription accounts would become more important and prominent. Nope. Um, Nope. I mean that they already they already suspended them. Yep, they certainly did. Which is not even <laughs> in her news because that happened today. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just happened like yeah, what twelve hours ago? Like yeah, yeah, like, probably while I was writing this. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, like uh, yeah, because like they shown like how how damaging it is because like really, yeah, they show free speech is really just like ba is based like advertisers have more <laughs> have more say on free speech than anything else that, that's well that's the thing we have to realize though is that's what free speech is it's what yeah. what corporations are comfortable with you saying yes and that that's the thing is free speech is what a corporation now defines it as mm -hmm. and so free speech because we no longer have a public square we no longer have a town crier we no longer have that space that is absolutely free to go to Cost nothing to get to, mm -hmm. and where you can always speak your mind. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore because you're always selling something. You're always selling your own personal information to be on a site for free, or you're paying for a subscription to something like they want yeah. you to. And that's another thing, like they showed, like, um, that was another article showing how Elon is so desperate to make money on his investment that he's like selling off everyone's personal information <laughs> for, yeah. for, and people were, people were leaving because of that because he's, 
trying to squeeze blood from a stone, basically. That's the thing. It's a company that's never been profitable. No. What makes him think he can make it profitable? He's not a smart man, but that, I think that it's hubris more than yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's being that, they're definitely seeing that in real time. And mm-hmm. that's why I don't understand, like, his fans. Like, wouldn't they see, like, a $44 billion purchase of of a social media platform to be a waste, you know, not really working towards, like any of his supposed goals of like going to Mars or anything no, it's, else. It, and it's, the, and it seems the, like it's like kneecapping those, those ambitions rather than so f- first, else. first and foremost, going to Mars and starting a Mars colony is it's the absurd. dumbest fucking idea yeah, you could absurd. ever have. Like the, I mean, everything behind it, like Mars is not resource rich. And so no matter what, if you go to Mars, you're still going to have to get basically all of the materials from, guess where, Earth, yeah, and transport them to Mars, which, guess how you get it there? <laughs> Fuel. We haven't figured out a way to power something. And we, we have no, like, mm-hmm. you know, we have no warp reactor. We have no way to actually use fusion or fission or yeah. nuclear anything to get to space. No. We have to use actual chemicals, which are very difficult and expensive to make. Yeah. And, and and limited supply. Yeah, and, and so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know, we need liquid oxygen and helium, and those helium's running out on yeah. Earth. Um, yeah, he, all the helium reserves are being used up. Mm-hmm. No more children's birthday parties. And so it's it's not like he's just going to figure out a way. To, we can't you know make a battery powered fucking spaceship. No. That doesn't make sense. You can't do that. And also, it's just, it just doesn't make sense to go to Mars. Yeah, and plus it's like, well, I mean, obviously it was like something that he just said to to boost his own image mm-hmm. and to ma- and to create this false narrative of himself as this genius inventor and yeah, space I mean, explorer. Yeah, you know, you think, hey, hey, Mars, that's a that's a cool place. Like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't we want to go to Mars? Because yeah, we went we went to the moon and we had so many things that we got out of going to the moon. Mm-hmm. So many technologies. The thing people don't realize is. Going to Mars is literally just going to the moon, but farther. Yeah. That's it. We wouldn't need any more technologies mm-hmm. than the ones that got us to the moon. We just have to figure out a way to make the people not go crazy for the three months to a year that it would take to get to Mars. Yeah, he never really likes, yeah, and as he said, like, yeah, it's not resource, like, abundant. Like, so what would what would be the purpose of going there? Other than for him to to create, rule his own society, yeah, that's to create it. he wants to be the god emperor of somewhere, yeah. and he's not likable enough to make it as a politician on Earth. He does have his simps. He has his simps, which is but, like, but the a, thing is, his simps are spread out. Yeah, They're, his simps are not concentrated in any one city, in any one particular area. They're just mm. fucking incels throughout the fucking world. It's a universal incel network that like him. I'm kind of wondering how, like, this Twitter deal, because he's really been posting through it. Oh, he has. And so, like... And he's just been proving he is the worst poster. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone hates him, and he, like... Oh, did you see the... Th- I mean, his his whole spat with Stephen King has been hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Stephen King is just basically coming at it reasonably, being like, this sucks, no one's going to pay for this, this is dumb. And, uh... Yeah, fucking, why would you? Like, it's... And, and the th- funny thing is, like, Musk kind of has this respect and reverence for Stephen King, even though King has none for Musk. And so Musk, I, keeps I think on publicly like, he probably does like Elon Musk does. Yeah. Well, probably. Yeah. yeah he, he, but he's probably like, yeah, this is, this is a losing situation. Cause yeah. even though like, you know, Musk has a lot of simps, you mm-hmm. know, 
like really fucking... he cares about famous people. He's like Trump. He wants the famous yeah. people to like, like, like him. Stephen King is like a legend. Yeah. Like he's he's known as like the most iconic writer alive. Mm-hmm. Which I mean is is famous as Musk gets. He's never going to be known at being the best at anything. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And that and um but uh but I do wonder how like him posting and making like I feel like he controls the narrative when it comes to his companies like SpaceX and Tesla. Oh yeah. Like he's able to like, um, he's able to buy his influence and, Mm -hmm. and, and create this image of himself as the, as the inventor and as like this genius. Mm -hmm. But, and, and people don't, there is kind of like a barrier. You know, people get this information through secondhand sources, like, you know, people that he purchased buys to write these articles. Like he, he, he literally, pays companies mm-hmm. to mention him like yep. he paid marvel or he paid disney to put them in a marvel movie yeah and he paid fucking uh paramount to put him in star trek and mention mm-hmm. him in star trek yeah which is pathetic oh yeah it's fucking pathetic and that's and, that's little baby boy shit and so i th- I feel like that kind of stuff is what is what created this, this image mm-hmm. and and that's yeah, what he, and that's what that's what the simps that's what this what created the simps but yeah. now but now because he is all of his moves are being very public and mm-hmm. very, and you can you can trace the timeline on his Twitter account to all all of the bad decisions he's making. Mm-hmm. Like I'm wondering how that affects his sense. Are they still going to just like, you know, still have this narrative that he's that he's still this genius, or are they kind of like come, having a come to Jesus moment and kind of just like seeing that he's like a false prophet? <laughs> Obviously, you'll have a couple of those people who have that, but yeah. more so than anything, these people are delusional. You don't yeah. get to be an Elon Musk fanboy without some level of delusion and some some level of real cognitive dissonance. And, that, and that's what's wild to me because like they don't seem to ever delve deep into into his life. They don't understand his life or like the deep material contradictions in being Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. How he's like, he is, I mean, basically P.T. Barnum. Like, Didn't he's good anything. at selling himself. Yeah. Uh, and selling, like, basically selling a product, but not really. He's just good at drumming up fucking controversy. Yeah. I have a feeling, also a feeling like he would not be as nearly as possible if he didn't have a future sounding name. Like, if he didn't yeah. sound like a space alien. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, yeah, you kind of wonder if like this is also just going to affect him in the long run, not only like financially, oh, where it's it like, absolutely will, like, but also his public image, that, which is so. like the most, you know, his most successful, com- you know, commodity is his self image. True. And um, I'm wondering how if that'll survive any of this, like, I'm because I'm sure, like, you know, he can bounce back from this, you know, Twitter deal going bad in some way, because you know, because you know, evil is never punished in this country. No. But I do kind of wonder if it will have some sort of effect on on how people perceive him you know uh, or not but who knows <laughs> so i mean but, I hope so you know too. people are stupid and our our society has you know devolved in our lifetimes to where like we've you know mm-hmm. I, I remember a time when like you know we we had community and we just didn't we weren't just a, a consumerist worshiping society where the only things we worshiped were like material goods and celebrities that pitch them mm-hmm like and that's that's all we really have anymore and it's it's sad and pathetic. Yeah. And even and we've gotten to the point even to where like we take the people who are supposed to ostensibly be like leaders and like thought leaders and we kind of put them on a celebrity pedestal too and do stupid shit like fucking put Stacey Abrams, a politician who's never won anything besides what a state house race and make her the president of the Galactic <laughs> Federation in the uh, future of Earth, yeah. Of Earth, yeah. It's yeah. like 
Yeah. Well, I think that was like a prediction they probably had that went that went horribly awry. Fucking awry. Just like just like the Elon Musk stuff is like now. And the thing is like like they, the Elon Musk stuff was embarrassing when it first happened in Discovery. And now it like now looking looking back, it's like hilarious. It's it's it's, it's hilarious. Like yeah. the like the idea of like uh, of them naming like a junior high school after him. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or even yeah, comparing him to uh to aerospace um pioneers is just absurd. It, yeah, cuz they mention him in the same breath as the Wright brothers <laughs> mm-hmm. and and Zephram Cochran. Yes. And it's like <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Yeah, and 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 yeah, everything that he like I'm I'm glad like in the hyperloop like you, you look also look at the other things that he's promoted like mm-hmm. the Neuralink that's gone from public consciousness because like he killed all the monkeys with it. Yeah. Uh, the Hyperloop, which, which is the dumbest idea that was it, it, literally it, made to prevent fucking California from building high speed rail. Yeah. And also it blows my mind. Like, I feel like I'm insane because like and uh, in, in one recent article I saw, I think last week where they're talking about how like um, the prototype for it is being demolished and turned into a parking lot. <laughs> like like they called it like Hyperloop technology. I'm just like. Am I in, am I taking crazy pills? Like it's just a fucking tunnel underground. It's, yeah. not, it's not it's nothing. It's nothing revolutionary. It's a car tunnel. Mm-hmm. We have those. <laughs> like so. So here's the thing about the boring company. They're boring. They're so yeah. He's like trying to pitch this hyperloop thing and whatever. I am. I guarantee you. It's made for something different. It is. It is made for the reason people think. resource extraction probably no. <laughs> it, it's well maybe but it's like because because no, no, the whole here, thing here, was here, like hear the, me out here hear me out yeah it is made for the reason people think that the denver airport was made mm. the boring company is going to be making like fucking underground layers for governments and high wealth officials and they're going to be doing it secretly mm. you know because people you know because a lot of people are asking you know rich people like you know what what happens when the happening happens, because yeah. this all has to come to a head at some point. Oh yeah, I mean, heads are going to roll when at the some bell point. when the bell riots happen. Like, yeah. like because they and I th- and I think they know the writings on the wall, and so and that I think that's a big part of yeah, you know, Bill Gates buying up all the all the all the all the water all the water um, tables and shit, yeah, yeah. And, all the farmland in America, and the farmland in America. I mean, Ted Ted Turner is the biggest landowner in America. He saw way ahead. He bought up all of the ranch land and farmland in America back in the 1990s. Yeah. Yeah, he saw way fucking ahead. Ten Turner is kind of a genius, but also, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but they definitely need their underground tunnels, which to uh, mm-hmm. to uh, command the shock troops on the uh, to protect their resources yeah. from from the from the proles mm-hmm. when, when the time yeah, but, comes. I mean, if if you look at fucking at Elon Musk and how he's made his money. Initially, he makes a ton of money from government contracts, yeah. mostly defense contracts. Yeah. That's something people don't really realize. Elon Musk is a big-time defense contractor. Yeah, that's, that's, military, that's why he makes the rocket. SpaceX is making the rockets. The U.S. military, uh, they buy a ton of batteries and solar arrays from him. Yeah, because I mean, it's very useful in that military the context. Ner- the ner- the the um um Starlink is just another statecraft tool. A hundred percent. Yeah, and and so like yeah, SpaceX a. Mostly, what they do is just send up fucking uh, rockets with satellites on them for the U.S. military. Yeah, um, that's where they make the bulk of their money. Yeah, like they're like most people don't even think about like he's making money on you know the military industrial apparatus. Yes, 
which is, you know, something that fucking uh, Dwight Eisenhower warned us about, <laughs> goddamn, 80 years ago now? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's where, and that's where, that's what the whole purpose is. Like, that's why, yeah, I mean, even if, like, you know, fucking Twitter implodes and he loses $44 billion, like, He's I'm, still one of the richest men in the world. He's still one of the richest men in the world, and he's def and he he's they won't let him fail. No, like you know, it's it's banks can't let him fail. <laughs> banks like, can't the Saudis can't let him fail because mm -hmm. if he fails, they fail. Yep, and yeah, he's is just another Enron, mm -hmm. and so you know they don't want another Enron to happen. Enron Musk. <laughs> Enron Musk. Enron Musk. So yeah, he's yeah he yeah I'm, and that's why I think he he's also able like I mean he's also he's very dumb and impulsive but I so I think he knows like he'll face no actual material consequences for which people this. never do yeah which people never do which is why <laughs> um, I'm not encouraging anybody to do anything but you know it was really easy for a guy to just like force his way into Nancy Pelosi's house with a hammer and like just stay there for a while well he was there to suck Paul Pelosi's dick well yeah they were having <laughs> uh, rough trade hammer sex which yeah. is like which uh, also that, that's the funniest conspiracy theory to me because it's like like the, the idea that they're having sex and then like like oh crap my wife's home uh beat me in the head with a hammer to make it look like you broke in not not just that I mean so there's that but also if you've seen the guy who was caught he's like a kind of a gross schlubby dude and i'm like there's this like multi-million dollar like you know the pelosi's are worth like 300 million dollars he could have hired any male prostitute in san francisco don't don't yuck his yum he has his tastes okay <laughs> paul pelosi if he's into anybody he's into like little girls right yeah, like, look, look. Just, I, don't, I don't think so. Look, Nancy, look, Pelosi's look, got those, got them hangers, man. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like he's definitely <laughs> into women. Like, look at a picture of the guy and tell me he's gay, because you'd be wrong. Yeah, he's not. You never know. My my gaydar is pretty fucking good. <laughs> all right, and and oh, when yeah, it's I mean, broken, I suck their dick anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I mean, obviously he was just getting beaten in the head with a hammer. Like, yeah. like he's an eighty year old man. Like, stop. Hammer time. Hammer time. <laughs> Um, yeah, but that that was that was a silly little thing. Yeah, silly silly little goof that silly, someone silly did. Silly goof. Uh, yeah, that's about all the news we got for the week. You got anything else to say? Anything else to add? Nope. Uh, you should all like beep Elon Musk. <laughs> Just kidding. Like fuck Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Oh. No, don't or do that. Or did you say the N-word? Don't, 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 don't fuck you just Elon said Musk. the N-word? No, I did not. What was the beep for then? <laughs> That's the only word I'll censor on this program, so I don't know what else, what other word it would be. What other word would I censor on this program? You know which one. Which would you say it? Now that. <laughs> but do not fuck Elon Musk because he already has too many children. Like we Say don't, it out we do, loud. 